today. But you haven't ruled out more shutdowns. Well, no, I'm not shutting down the name, but there are, look, they need standards. The standard is if you have a reproduction rate in a community that's above a certain level, everybody says, slow up, more social distancing, do not open bars and do not open gymnasiums. Shit. (laughs) Leave it up to Joe Biden to lock this motherfucker down again, and then y'all really going to be hurting. Watch. The one thing I hate is these motherfuckers, and, and it happens all the time, not just with COVID, but with just any shit that pops up. It's real easy to be a critic and say what you would have done in that situation after the fact when all the information is out. Motherfucker, Joe Biden wouldn't know what the fuck to do during that time. President Obama wouldn't either. Like, what what would you expect? It was a novel virus. Like, these motherfuckers are... They, they, they're, they're tripping. They're tripping. When President Trump locked down the shit and kept motherfuckers from flying from China into the United States and from Europe into the United States, fucking Nancy Pelosi was in Chinatown telling people to come through. Like, Speaker Nancy Pelosi told me she came here to Chinatown to combat fear. That's what we're trying to do today is to say everything is fine here. Come because the precautions have been taken. The city is on top of the situation. Like, what the fuck? And now you're going to criticize him and say he wasn't doing enough? Like, come on. Like, these, these people are total hypocrites. I bet Joe Biden gets elected. They're going to try to shut this shit down again. The economy can't take it. These business owners, they won't stand for it. You want to talk about riots. Wait until, if Joe, if Joe Biden, hypothetically, if Joe Biden gets elected, you watch the second wave. could be, you know, the flu, the second wave. There's going to be a, a big push for the country to get locked down again. And I don't know if these business owners would take it. Like, there, a lot of businesses aren't coming back. I think Yelp said 65% of the, the restaurants that closed aren't coming back. <laughs> they're, they're not coming back. You know, here in California, a lot of the restaurants aren't coming back. Um, the hotel industry is in, in, a, in a pretty pretty big pickle. Um, you know, the hotel industry in Las Vegas, same thing. Uh, you know, think about it. So, for example, like Las Vegas, right? Massive hotels. Uh, probably have created a lot of overhead for themselves, and they're used to having this uh, large velocity of money just coming through their casino. And now that's not there. You know, they built their whole business model off of having that type of revenue stream. And now it's not there. Now they have, like, fucking 10% capacity or whatever. And then people can't even travel. And, you know, just logistically, there's more difficulties in traveling uh, than what they were. So, yeah, some of these hotels are in big trouble, some of these small businesses, and the fucking government can't bail them all out. You know, they're going to send you a $1,200 check or, you know, a PPP loan that you have to pay back with. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if it's with interest or not, but you'll have to pay it back. And, uh, yeah, these fuck, these businesses, they, they can't do it. They're, most businesses were barely making it before the pandemic. Like, like even people that were left-leaning, before the pandemic had popped off. And uh, and they're, you know, like, hey, shut this shit down. So I get um, taking certain precautions, right? Now, should we have, have shut down the, the economy? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think people should have been able to stay open, and if you wanted to go out, you could go out. That's liberty, right? <laughs> That's liberty. That's freedom. It's about risk. Nothing's safe. You don't have any guarantees. Like, you don't have any guarantees of life, period. So it's a risk. So if you want to open up and go out, then you should be able to open up. And uh, if you want to go out and go out to eat or go do whatever, then you should be able to go. You know, whatever. You assume the risk as an individual. 
Uh, I don't need the government to think for me. I don't need you motherfuckers to think for me. I can think for myself. <laughs> you know, there's not enough of that going around uh, these days anyways. Leave it up to them. They'll probably try to shut the shit down again. And I don't see business owners, uh, corporations or business owners taking it um, easily because they know that no one's coming to save them. You know, it's their livelihoods that are at risk. And there's no amount of money that the government can print up to bail everyone out without having um, some unintended consequences. Um, they're really in between a rock and a hard place with this. And the best thing they can do is just let it ride. <laughs> let it ride. When they said the shit was seasonal, that's probably going to come back. The shit, you're going to get it. <laughs> it's, statistically, you're going to get it. If it's going to come back every year and it's not something that just, you know, vanishes. Like, you know, I know Trump just said he thought it was going to vanish in the spring. That shit is still here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Motherfuckers are still getting it. Uh, but it's not that bad. It's bad for some people. If you fucking 800 pounds. Yeah, motherfucker, you should not be worried about COVID. You should be worried about fucking diabetes or heart disease. That shit's going to get you. We're, we're like in America, we're, we're so hesitant when it comes to things that, you know, can kill you quick. But they don't take the same type of approach to shit that can kill you in the long run, like fucking diabetes. I get there's people with with underlying health issues. There are, there are older people, too. But that is life. People will die. People will die. And and I get there's some things that are very simple. Wearing a mask. Okay, I get it. I don't think I don't think you should have mask mandates. I just don't think you should be telling people what they should do. Um, but businesses that want to require people to wear a mask, that's completely fine. It's their business. If they say, hey, you got to wear a mask in order to get service. I think that's completely fine. It's their business. They can say what, what they want. They can set whatever policy. And if you don't like it, you don't have to shop there or go eat there. You know, and that that's cool with me. But uh, out in the public, I'm walking in a park alone. I'm not around it. Why the fuck I need to wear a mask? Like, are you serious? Like, motherfuckers aren't around. Like, are you serious? It's public. That means, motherfucker, I pay for it too. <laughs> so, like, don't I get to say? Like, it, it's crazy to me. The the whole mask thing, I, I don't think is a big deal. And even some of the, some of the, the, um, uh, the policies or, or some of the rules just kind of mitigate risk. Like, I, I get it. Some of the things are reasonable given uh, given the circumstances, right? But to shut everything down, again, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm telling you, poverty has killed more people than fucking COVID. Poverty will kill more people than COVID ever will. I promise you. So you shut this shit down, they're gonna, there's going to be some blowback. There's going to be unintended consequences, and people are going to lose their businesses and lose their jobs. And then they can't pay for shit. That means that people can't make shit because they're not able to get paid. There's no income coming in, you know. So it's it's all it's like a domino effect, like a house of cards. We're all like depending on one another to do certain things, you know. So um, if you have a couple sectors of the economy give out, fuck it. Everyone's fucked. Everyone's fucked. And then and it, people have this issue with even Trump. You know, talk about Wall Street, and I get it. The Fed is pumping a lot of money uh, into Wall Street. The numbers are are super high. We actually had a, a drawback in the Dow. I think it was like 650 points when it closed yesterday. Um, so there are some corrections coming in, in the stock market for sure. There's just no way to get around it. Um, I think it's it's gonna we're gonna have a pretty uh, pretty bad stock market crash. I think we're gonna have a, a crash in the housing market as well. I think a lot of businesses are, are going to end up flopping, um, but they're probably a lot of them were over leveraged and 
stocks, a lot of them that are overvalued and people have been buying them and, you know, but outside of that, people's retirements, their 401ks are tied up into stocks, bonds, things like that. So, um, the stock market going up is like a good thing for people that have retirements and that people have 401ks. So, um, you should kind of, uh, look a little deeper when you're criticizing the stock market and things like that. If you have a 401k, a lot of people have them and they're still criticizing like, oh, you know, Trump only cares about the stock market. Like, that could be true. You know, he does base a lot of his um, uh, his uh, success off the stock, mar stock market. And the, the economy does have an effect on the stock market. I'm not going to lie about that. It does. But at times, it's, it's kind of like loosely tied in a way. Because... The economy is not doing super great right now. No matter what the third quarter numbers say, they're cooking them up because the numbers are not good. Brookings Institute came out with a report and basically chalk, chalking up the report, um, they're saying that the flashy third quarter numbers, um, they may look good, but the economy is still in the hole, which I would agree. We're definitely in, the, in a pretty tough place. And these politicians, you know, they can't agree on a stimulus bill, even though I think the stimulus bill is going to hurt us in the long run. Um, I think it's, you're going to just pull, make money out of thin air and you're basically just robbing our purchasing power and the poor middle class are going to hurt the most because they're going to have to deal with the inflation. And, um, uh, then you're going to see higher taxes and then inflation itself is a tax. Inflation is the expansion of the money supply. So you're going to see prices go up as a result of inflation. And uh, right now we're seeing deflation, but keep printing money and see what happens. <laughs> keep printing money and see what happens. I, I think we're going to see a rise in prices, and that just is just a vicious cycle, rise in prices. It means, you know, the cost of goods are higher, more people fall below the crack, and then they're like, oh, you know, we got to tax more to leverage what we got to pay out, and this just becomes this vicious cycle, and government's, you know, the, uh, most inefficient organization with money ever in life. I just don't think there's any way out of it. If you're really looking to government to solve some of these issues, the best thing they can do is probably uh, lay off the throttle and pull back. But you know, if Biden gets elected and, uh, and it won't be good, <laughs> believe me, it won't be good. Um, his tax plan super high. I know in the debates he was saying that he won't raise taxes on those make under $400,000 a year. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying, right? But if you're going to repeal the, the tax cuts that Trump passed, on average for a family of four, um, they save $2,000 in taxes. So if you cut the tax bill, if you get rid of it, you are essentially raising taxes for the average family of four by $2,000. So I don't know if they want to be, if they're going to you know cut out part of his tax bill and leave some. I, I, I don't know. But from what I've read, it just seems like they don't want to get rid of it because it has Trump's name on it, and they're just going to try to get rid of everything. Maybe they'll, you know, Joe Biden with his history, maybe they'll get rid of the uh, first step act too. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and pass another crime bill to lock up a whole generation of uh, black fathers. I had spent years writing what became known as the Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. Democrats right now, especially African Americans, have really looked back on the 1994 crime bill um, not very fondly. Hillary Clinton herself has come out against it, even though her husband signed it into law. 
Well, the author of that crime bill was Joe Biden. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. Biden's 1994 crime bill, while implementing sweeping gun control, also helped fuel mass incarceration with financial incentives to keep people behind bars. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill is before us. Calls for the death penalty for 40, 51 offenses. A wag in the newspaper recently wrote that something to the effect that Biden has made it a death penalty offense for everything but jaywalking. Biden crime bill. Biden crime bill. The Biden hatch crime bill as it becomes law, God willing. So, um, and Senator Harris probably right there with them. Shoot, she's she doesn't have a, a too hot of a record either as a, a DA here in California. So. I want to bring the conversation back to the broken criminal justice system that is disproportionately negatively impacting black and brown people all across this country today. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president, but I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash you, bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. Thank you, Congresswoman. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they, he's gonna, they're going to try to raise taxes. And this is like a push. And they want the whole Green New Deal. And they want to, you know you know, eventually get rid of fossil fuels. And so these, these motherfuckers, they don't get it. We're like 75% dependent on fossil fuels. They're, you know, they want to talk about electric and but motherfucker, we have to burn coal to make electric. Like, and you can't have clean coal. What, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't have clean coal. It's fucking coal. It's, it's like those talking points. They just like pair two words and it just sounds really good. It's good. A euphemism I, I don't know I guess that's the word for it. but they pair two words together and they make it sound good and like oh yeah that sounds great clean coal you know everyone will buy off on that you know sure they'll they'll vote for that motherfucker you have to burn coal to make electric so you're not going to get away from fossil fuels like motherfucker like majority of the shit that we use is made from oil it's made from oil like you're not going to transition from oil into whatever the fuck you can find in four years it's just not going to happen and and you're not going to create some huge amount of jobs, especially now when the fucking government's broke and they're going even more broke by printing off more money to fund the size of the government. What I would love to see done if Trump gets reelected, I'd really like to see them get the budget under control, let the economy open up, lower taxes, and shrink the size of government. And I'm not talking about firing motherfuckers because I know there's some conservative people like, oh, yeah, he did shrink, you know, he fired or, you know, he let go or cut these. No, I'm, I'm talking about massive fucking cuts. Departments gone. Like, give them to the states. No reason to have the Department of Education at a federal level or Department of Commerce. There's no, there's no reason to have that there. And it's totally mismanaged. Everything at the, the higher levels, totally mismanaged. You know it's fucking mismanaged. There's no way that we're spending, on average, like two, three trillion dollars over budget each year and things are just going efficiently. Everything's just there's no there's no fat on their spending. Everything's being used efficiently. Fucking bullshit. I don't even know if the states could even run it.
well. You know, the states, they fuck it up too. California's a prime example. You have millionaires and billionaires fucking fleeing the state. They're leaving. And they ain't coming back. They're leaving. Why? It's because they're not getting anything taxation without representation. They're paying all those taxes. Motherfuckers, there's homeless people. They're by the thousands, increasing by the thousands, by the month. Thousands. L.A. doesn't even look the same anymore. Look, Go look on Google Maps. Look at 10 years ago, downtown L.A., and then look at 2020 right now. Fucking tent cities all over the place. And it's going to get worse. <laughs> it's going to get worse. I don't think it's going to get any better. It's not about it's not about taxes. It's not about, oh, we got to tax more. They've been throwing money at all their problems, education, infrastructure. They've been throwing money at all their problems, and they're not going away. They don't give a fuck. They don't pay the taxes. They don't care about the quality of whatever they're they're spending on because they don't use it. They don't care. They're, they're the third party. They don't give a shit. So Gavin Newsom sitting up there in, in Sacramento doesn't give a fuck about L.A. Doesn't have to see it. Nancy Pelosi lives in San Francisco, probably in a gated community where you can't protest. She doesn't have to see the tenderloin. She doesn't have to see the homeless. So don't give a fuck. It doesn't, it's, it's like an illusion to them. They, they don't see it, so they don't have to deal with it. But if you were just an ordinary citizen or you travel, you know, you travel to San Francisco, travel to L.A., or you live in L.A., you live in some of these areas, New York, you see it. So if you're a billionaire or a millionaire or even just a, a wealthy business owner and you're making, you know, a million dollars a year, whatever, and you're paying millions of dollars in taxes or $100,000 in taxes to it, that's a lot of money to pay in taxes and to not see shit. The roads are bad. Homeless, is, uh, the, the homeless problem is getting worse. Um, it's just a whole mountain of problems that wildfires, like here in, in California, we have crazy wildfires. They don't do control burns like they used to. So there's a lot of taxes being paid and not a lot getting done. So I understand why people want to fucking leave. Like, it's a no-brainer. So taxing people more isn't going to fix the problem. It's the motherfuckers in office that are the problem. And I, and I'm not talking I'm not talking about like everyone because there are some good people that are in off, office. There are good congressmen, congresswomen, um, you know, senators. There's good people in public offices and I I don't want to throw them all in a bucket, but you should know who you're voting for and you should know what you what you value. And vote according to that. Don't vote because that motherfucking R or that D. Like, that's dumb. Write down what you value and vote on people that represent your values. And you will probably, because I think on, you know, for the most part, people are, um, I think for the most part, people are pretty decent and they have pretty decent values for the most part, generally. Just give or take. There's probably a, a few fuckboys out there you know of course everyone wants to help out the poor you know people are generous generally right so write down your values vote according to that don't vote according to the r or the d it's dumb but i will tell you democrats be tripping <laughs> they be tripping i don't know why people continue to vote for these motherfuckers and they voted for them for decades decades and Look what look what they have to show for it. Communities just rotting away, crazy in debt. States ran to the ground. Cities ran to the ground. 
Motherfuckers are, are rioting, tearing down statues of Abraham Lincoln in Portland. That motherfucker freed the slaves. Like BLM pulled it down. Motherfucker, have you heard of the Emancipation Proclamation? Like, this dude, they fought a fucking civil war over slavery, more or less. So, it's just crazy to me. Crazy to me. Democratic cities, Democratic states ran to the fucking ground because they don't care. <laughs> they, It's crazy. Their, their party, their what, what they valued have, has shifted so much in the in the wrong direction over the last fucking five years. Five years. And it's went from something that could be considered, I guess, moderate in today's terms to crazy extremists. Wave, the left has went further left than the right has went further right. By far. I think the the right has moved a little closer to the center. In my opinion. I don't I don't I don't think you you're finding too many Republicans that like, only have sex missionary. I don't I don't think you're finding too many of those Republicans now. But a lot of the Republicans, if you look at like Dan Crenshaw and you know, there's a lot of Rand Paul, uh love that guy. I like Rand Paul. I like his father Ron Paul a lot too. He's one of the guys that you know kind of got me um, interested in, in politics and in the economy, but uh, there are some good senators and congressmen, congresswomen um, out there. The I'm a libertarian, but if I had to vote on this ticket, um, I would vote probably more towards the Republican side. You know, for the for the um, gentlemen and, and ladies that are that are up for reelection for their offices, um, I just find what they value. Align with what I value. Um, the the only drawbacks I have with them is <laughs> I wish they would get control of the spending, and I wish they would really push to shrink the size of government, which they don't. Democrats and Republicans are both guilty for overspending and having an expensive government. I do like that Republicans tend to debate or um, come up with their reasons based off of logic. And facts first. I do think there's room for emotion. I don't think that they're not uh, emotionally intelligent um, or emotionally connected. But I do appreciate that they use facts and reason first um, when dealing with the situation or explaining a position. Because I think emotions, if you deal with that first, you will get fucked up. <laughs> you will feel some way and Take, for instance, right now, there's riots going on in, in Philadelphia because homeboy uh, with a knife was running after a cop. These two cops, they gave him warnings, and they're backing up. They're backing up, and they shot him like, I don't know, 30 times. People have to, have to understand, when cops pull out their gun and they shoot, it's not to shoot you in the leg. It's deadly intent. They're They're shooting to kill you. That means you have posed a threat. That has made them in fear of their lives. And now they're going to kill you. And they gave them warnings. They drew. And they backed up. And they kept backing. This dude was still running. He was intent on trying to do something fucked up. And they shot him. So fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. If you pull out a knife. going What do you expect was going to happen? There has to be some type of law and order. Period. There has to be some level of law and order. You can't just run around with a knife. Threatening people. Especially law enforcement, because they're dealing with all kinds of shit every day. No one calls law enforcement when they're having a good day. They only call law, law enforcement when shit is going wrong. <laughs> That's when they call law enforcement, and shit was going wrong. And he went after him with a knife, and they shot him. And now people in Philadelphia are rioting. Motherfucker drove 
a truck through a crowd of people, a, tr- a crowd of cops, killed some cops, crazy. Like, what do you expect was going to happen? That's when emotion, you let emotion drive your actions instead of logic. Watch the video. I'll put the link in the description. Watch the video and then tell me what you think. Please like, share, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, let me know what you think down in the comment section. Please check out the videos in, in the uh, in the description. I'll post links down there. Uh, stay tuned for the next video. Thanks.